Hey, what's going on, everyone out there? Welcome to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. We are, I, I'm guessing right now, if you're listening to this, you listened to the other two previous ones that got put out just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Because we uh, got a long car ride today. Yeah. <laughs> lots to listen to, lots to talk about. So we're sitting here in studio again. We got Eric Swanson in the house, Jordan, of course. And uh, yeah, we are sitting here. We talked last week, uh, the last episode, excuse me. We had Nick and Eric. We talked Bowie 10 Bowie kind 10. of thoughts, but we've got even more updates and kind of more things to talk about as these we seasons to progress. to do before then now. Oh, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. I mean, stuff stuff we're doing is getting closed. Stuff's getting reopened. Yep. So everything's changing. A real interesting dynamic too. So um, as we're recording this today, we're hearing of, of, of a major opening and a major closing. And it's kind of crazy to think that, so the Columbia River that um, as of today is going to be open from July 14th to the 31st for below Bonneville Dam for Summer Chinook mm-hmm. because there's so many fish because yeah. they underpredicted the run. But yet Marine Area 1 is closing. The ocean fishery, they're going to close north of the 15 line, um, basically Long Beach, like mm-hmm. on the beach, mm-hmm. is going to close um, <laughs> be- because they're catching too many. And here we end up too many are on the way. Too many are on the way. And the fishing up there has been, and I've been there. It's been freaking fantastic. So are they just worried about just like the catch rates going through the roof and just not having enough fish for the season or what are they worried about? So what I'm, so what they're going to do, and it's so funny that we're talking about this on the eve that we're going to actually have Ryan Lothrop and Quentin Doherty and our Columbia River managers talking on our live feeds. If you guys haven't checked that out, go to our YouTube page and it should be up there for this whole discussion because we're Mm going to touch on it for a few minutes, but we're going to talk to them Mm -hmm. here in a little bit for the full hour. But basically it's kind of like what happened in Nia Bay. And we talked about this in the last episode that you had a really high success rate. And once again, we, they're, they're limiting the season down. They're slowing us down a little bit because we're catching too many fish. And, yeah, there are some things that have made us better anglers over the years. Right. But, come on, when it's a target-rich environment. it's Yeah, it's easier. They get caught. Let us shoot the targets. <laughs> well, 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 if you shoot too many targets, they close down. And the problem well, what is. What I'm wondering, too, is when you're getting them in the ocean, you're probably not getting checked at the dock as much. So they're not. Oh, no, 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 no. Heavy. No, no, no. Heavy creel checking okay, down there. Okay. Heavy. Okay. Like. I am checked more often than not. Mm-hmm. Like, but would you agree with that? I, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I guess down in the August fishery, yeah. But no, right now, like they do, um, I, most charter boats that come into Owaco get checked. Hammond gets checked. So it's very, very intensive. In fact, they actually have their organ. Organ, I think, has their own office dedicated to that. And then mm-hmm. same thing with Washington too. So there's, there's like there's some pretty intensive checking yeah, there, each, but they have a good understanding. Right. Okay. Each marina, has, you know, the last couple of days I've been down there, they've had a couple of fish checkers at each marina. So they're definitely. They're scoping out all the guide boats on the charters. Yeah. And I mean, but because there's a lot of people that participate, right. a lot of fish come in. There's a there's a, a, an immense amount of biological data that comes from that. But now we're in now that what happened in region or excuse me, Marine Area four yep. is now happening in Marine Area One. We're basically they're closing Long Beach and saying, All right, guys, you gotta lay off the Chinook. And the reason main reason why they're doing that is because if we blast all the Chinook impact then there's nothing left over to catch coho with. And right. you have to have available impact for Chinook sure. to catch coho. Now, the thing is with coho, I think Marine Area 1 has 78,000 coho to go. Unbelievable amount. And I can tell you right now, I've been blasting the coho the last 10 freaking days, yes. and it's awesome. It's good fishing. You can tell they're there. Right. It's, it's, it's great. Um, but if we kind of like, you know, 
Oh, I can't say that. But uh, if yeah. we if we get done a little early right. uh, <laughs> on mm-hmm. the Chinook, then we don't get to take advantage of that co season. And then, then then you're looking at total closures. Right, which we do not want. No. Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> right, not this year. They're 0 for 4 on forecasting. I yes. can't wait to get Ryan's take on this. Like, this is going to yeah. be a really fun life. Whoever, feed. yeah, whoever has um, been predicting these numbers, like, they have I was a little, they have I told Cameron, to I'm a little worried that this is going to be a roast tonight. No, 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 us, no, but no. Just, We already know I, the comments are just going to fly in the whole time of all the, the on my Light drive, Warriors. On my drive. Facebook yeah. Warriors, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I was just thinking all the comments are just going to be. No, they're not. Because they're going to be gone. Like, trust me, there will be, like, a lot of forewarning in before. For this conversation, because yeah, like, the idea of that is, guys, like, let's just be real a about this experience, not yeah. a not a hazing experience. Right. Yeah. I get sick and tired of answering like the questions. Like, for instance, one thing we talked about earlier, you know, before the podcast is like, I get sick and tired of answering the question of like, you know, in the springtime, like, why do they keep giving us like lower river openers and not giving them to the east side guys for spring chinook? And it's like, okay, well, there's that's twofold question. One is that. The lower river, there's there's hundreds of thousands of fish that are never even going to go above Bonneville right. Dam. Lamet Lewis. All so, but yet when they do go above Bonneville Dam, then as you peel out all those hatchery fish, you get a higher concentration of ESA fish, which is, which is why upriver, like we all get the same kind of like impacts if you think about it that way. But when you dilute it out in the lower river and you don't dilute it out in the upper river, right. but every time they give us a reopener in the lower river, the, the east side guys just scream about it, and it's like. Okay, let's turn this on the flip side. Let's look right. at sockeye. Like, let's yeah. look at what's yeah. going on right now. Yep. The east side, the west side, did not fish. No season, no harvest not allowed. Not a single fish. Not a single fish was caught and killed in Lower Columbia River until four hundred thirty thousand went over the dam, which is yeah. already double of what the forecast. They were late on exactly. that opener. And but so it's almost like it goes both ways. But yes. then there's quite so like understanding those dynamics of. How these seasons operate, what happens with this this discussion tonight, and what's actually for you guys uh, that are listening, it's actually going to be on our YouTube channel, Addictive Fishing, right now. Is the discussion is going to have be twofold? It's going to be preseason and during season, right. season management. Yes, exactly. What's going to be really interesting to get these guys' take on how things are managed, like you know, from behind the scenes, you know, on their side of things, right. like how 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 are they going to explain it to us so we understand. Right. That's and, gonna be interesting. And then too, like even before, like there's so much that goes into it even before like the forecast comes out. Like right. there's all these management goals that were t- decided by advisory groups and by the commissions, and there's certain all these things get put in place, and then they get a forecast, and right. then they gotta mold a season from the forecast to the management goals. Right. And then get dates out, and get, and then crunch the numbers to figure out what days we can. It fish. can't be an easy job. Well, we've had this no. conversation with these same gentlemen many times, and it's it's the true scenario. The shit rolls downhill. Like, <laughs> these are the guys. <laughs> it really does. Well like, said. These are the guys all the time. We've talked to them. Well, like I can't write it up and say what happens. This is just I'm the the, the, the delivery guy. Like, well, I right. Really, these guys. Have some these say, guys but have a huge community of people that come up with these seasons and these ideas. And yeah. You know, certain people who are putting in the, in the line, like the president. Right. He's yep. not making all well, those decisions, then, you know what I but mean? But there's it's, also yeah. a time and a place and a process to, like, if you don't like the decisions. that So, basically, the way I look at it, the managers get set. Uh, they, they have to set the season within, like, parameters, right? Right. Like, and if you don't like the season that is set inside those parameters, like, when the season's set, that's not the time to bitch. Or when the season is shut down or not reopened or re- whatever. Like, those are not the times to to speak up, say your piece, ask for change, question change. The times for those are all like during like 
all the season setting process stuff, all the North of Falcon stuff in commission meetings and at advisory group stuff, like talking and like working through that to change those parameters before the season gets set. But what do we see every time it goes on there? Oh, you guys are just selfish, greedy fishermen or, Oh, I wish we got a season like blah, blah, blah. The man. I mean, now don't get me wrong. Like for mm-hmm. a split second, like, <laughs> I am very critical of WDFW. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think we all are. I was going to say, like, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, play, like, right. the, you know, the, the side of, like, uh, you know, I've, come, I've had to come to Jesus with WDFW and I believe everything they say. No, right. I call balls and strikes, yeah. right? No, so, and you have to be fair. Right. Yes. So, like, I'm just going to say I am very critical mm-hmm. when I think that there is just a bunch of BS in there. I mean, if you want, I'll save all that for Region 6 Steelhead. Like, right. <laughs> we'll save that for conversation yes. for another time. But understanding the process and understanding like when there is a time to like speak up when there's a time to add your input when there's a time to have that is not necessarily when the seasons come down in april when they with this stuff was being discussed back in january or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. for sure i'm hoping tonight a lot of people will learn from that i'm hoping you guys that are listening to tune into that youtube channel um, like I said, addictive fishing and go check it out because like that conversation, it should be a good one. And if you don't see it, that means it was a bad one. It went sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, Cameron blew a gasket and, uh, <laughs> and probably won't be having the WDFW <laughs> in again. You yeah. know, I don't know what to say. Oh, it's going to be an interesting one. And it's going to be exciting to kind of listen to these guys and see what they have to say and, you know, learn, learn the details. That's what I'm. And hope to expand on it. Yes. Like really, I mean, and then maybe we can have a conversation. Like I said, like I want to bring, you know, region six steelhead, yep. you know, North coast, Washington steelhead managers in here. Yep. Like, yep. you know, I want to, I want to engage those conversations because yeah. it's better to engage those conversations with the people that have to set the rules right. than to cry about it on Facebook. Or, you know, instead of arguing with them, like have a conversation with them and understand their side of it so we can have a better fight ourselves. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah, so absolutely. And at the end of the day, like the more, if there is something that, we don't like the more that we also put it out there as anglers and talk right. about it, we can change that tide. Right. For so sure. it's yeah, kind of a bringing democratic value to it in a way where like, Oh, that's the idea. I mean, and this yeah. will be beneficial for them too, because I'm sure like, I mean, I <laughs> like, I think what even started this thing with these guys was like, you know, I can't imagine like just the bullshit that they have to listen to. Like, yeah. you know, from anglers, like right. they just have, no comprehension. And probably a lot no of understanding. Uneducated anglers. Right. They just don't have, but yet they're, they're all, I, I always call them dock bitchers because they're always just on the dock bitching. And it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's great. But when you're standing on the dock in the middle of a fishery, that wasn't the time and place to do that. Right. Like you got to get, you got to get involved. And so the idea is that maybe we can help our base, get more people involved, taking a look at this stuff, understanding a little bit more of how it goes, and then, uh, you know, change it if you want. Mm-hmm. Better than crying on Facebook. Yep. <laughs> But the opener. Yes. Back to the opener. Yes. What are you going to do now? You're probably just going to sit. I'm going to sit in the same spot I have been because we've getting 12 to 15 bites a day, landing eight or nine of them. And it depends on how many are hatchery or not. We killed, I mean, a couple days we killed seven, five, four. Today only killed three, but we let six go. I mean, it's just, goodness. They're just, it's just, it's so darn consistent. And the weather's nice. And I'm burning no fuel. Yeah. I will say like that ocean bill, fuel bill has been painful. (laughs) I, I am ready for, you know, a change and to start trolling, but this anchor fishery, it just, it just keeps giving to me and clients enjoy the heck out of it. It's close to home. 
And uh, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna milk it as long as I can because right. it, you know it's not like we're catching less fish doing it. So. <laughs> exactly. No. Right. Well, well now especially right. with the Marine Area One closure, yeah, now so I think there's even going to be more yeah, of them. People aren't going to be picking on my fish up there anymore. You know, so it's oh no, I'm gonna no, I, I no just to let you guys, I'll just say it because yeah. by the time you listen, to it, it's probably over. But shoot. Uh, yeah, that whole Astoria Bridge yes. thing. I mean, buoy 10 starts early this year. It does. I mean, I was already looking at some tides. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yep, I'm, I want to fish this window there. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, it's, You know, like those oof. 7 o'clock high tides up there are going to be like, yeah. those fish are going to get pushed up there, stirred around, not know where to go, and and we will be there, too. We're in a big high-pressure front, too, yeah. like right now for a while. And I think the more and more like that just sits over the coast, the more and more those fish stack, so. Yep. I mean, it's it's all positive. Like I said, it, hopefully it's going to be a good, engaging conversation tonight. Yeah, looking we're going to have some it. good stuff coming up here in the future. If you guys, like I said, haven't tuned in, and also like I don't even know if this is even relevant anymore, but you guys, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys participated in our fall, or excuse me, our summer drop on July 10th. It's absolutely killer. It's amazing. We appreciate all your guys' support. There may still be some items up there, but if this is out before July 31st, you can every dollar you spend on the website get you one entry into our giveaway. We got 10 giveaways. We got some like real expensive 110 Kong two Kong coolers, a $439 value, lots of good stuff. So every dollar spent between in the month of July at addictedfishing.com gets you an entry. So we appreciate it very much. And with that said, yes. we've got to get to our WFW managers waiting in the other room. Yeah. Perfect. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Later.